Welcome to the Cone Zone. Grant Cone, Lowell Cone here with you for the next hour. John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan spoke today. First press conference of the season. You watched it, Dad. What was your main takeaway? Okay, let me just do a little um, stuff and then I'll talk about I was watching at home on my computer. I could not hear the questions. Um, I don't know why they didn't pass around a microphone. So that, that was a little hard. And I felt that Shanahan for a long time was sitting back uh, at not near the microphone. And I, I, some of his answers were not entirely clear to me. Still, I think I got the gist of it. I don't know if other people had that experience as well. My first would be a, a question to you, Grant. Um, they A lot of the reporters asked about Jimmy, of course. I mean, that's an, an amazingly big topic. And what I got from... Lynch is that he's he's there on the premises, but he won't participate in in workouts because he has a protocol with his throwing arm uh, that, that they don't want to rush him back. Do you? I, I believe that's true. Do you believe that's the deep down truth of why he's not participating? No, I don't. And I think it's funny that you're leading it off like this because I just want to give you credit. You know, I was I was down there an hour before it started and I called you up and I said, you know, it's about to start. And you said, I want you to know, this hasn't even started. They're going to say that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going to practice. They're going to say that. Here's the reason why. So you predicted it an hour before it happened. John Lynch casually said it and he said, it's, oh, you know, it's just all protocol. It's financial. Of course. It's financial. It's if he gets hurt in, in practice, that 27 million that's not guaranteed right now becomes guaranteed. That's and right. that's, that's uh, something that would really probably keep Kyle and John up at night. They have to answer to not just Jed, but John and Denise. That wouldn't be good. Right. So let's be real clear about this. What Lynch said is true. There is a protocol for people coming back throwing. But the deep down reason that Jimmy will never, ever participate in any uh, preseason uh, training camp is because if he stubs his toe or gets a hangnail or hurts himself at all, they are on the hook for $27 million. Cannot do it. So what Lynch said was accurate, but very limited. And the real deep down reason that that guy will never, ever get on the, those fields in Santa Clara is it's too costly and they can't risk it. Do you agree? Absolutely. And I just think it's interesting that they kind of played past it today. Oh, you know, he's just wor working out. And like, what about when he's cleared in a week? They're just going to keep it. He's, he's going through some things. But if a team trades for him, he's ready. That's right. If a team trades for him, he's ready. Instantly. So, it, I mean, what else are they supposed to say? But that was the big news today, that even if they want to keep this guy on the roster for another two months as they search for a trade, he's not going to be working out with them. At all. He's going to be on the sideline like you. Yeah. I don't even know why they need him in the locker room. I mean, they really should just bring him out at seven in the morning and then seven at night and be like, you know what? Go get a hamburger. Go hang out at Great America. But you don't need to be here. You're not on the team. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But of course, look, I'm not faulting Shanahan and Lynch for what they did. I would have done the same thing. But people need to know that is not nearly the real story or the whole story. 
yeah. The whole story is that the Niners are trying to avoid paying Jimmy Garoppolo $27 million, which bodes well for you in the bet that we have going on. I said that Jimmy's going to be on this team week one. That would mean that they're going to pay him $27 million. Yeah. So this is looking good for you and that $50 bottle of wine. Because we got multiple bets out there right now. Okay, but there's a, there's a bet I'm not looking good on. Okay, let's talk about that. The Debo deadline. Debo Samuel has not been extended yet, his contract. He needs to report to camp tomorrow. That seems kind of like a deadline. Will he practice without an extension? Will I get an extension? Now, John did say, you know, deadlines sort of tend to spur action. So it seems like he's anticipating maybe something to happen tomorrow. If or not, it's kind of weird. But listen, let's be clear on what the bet is. Yes. Because you skipped you. over that. I did. The bet is I we bet a bottle of wine as usual. And the bet I said he will sign his extension before the first practice tomorrow. And Iggy said, no, frankly, I'm in, I'm looking like I'm in pretty bad shape right now, but it's, it, it ain't over till it, till a fat lady sings. So, yeah. so this bet is on the line. Iggy, do you still feel he will not sign before the workout? It's starting to seem like he's not, he, he went from requesting a trade to showing up to everything. So he's it doesn't scared. seem like he's he doesn't seem like he's holding a hard line. I wonder if the Niners are saying, "Look, you need to wait. We got to get rid of Jimmy first. Can you wait a week?" That's I mean, that may be how I win this bet. Is if Jimmy is holding everything up and the Niners are willing to wait an extra week or so and they tell Debo, "Look, you don't have to practice, but we can't give you this extension until Jimmy leaves. You got to bear with us." I think that's my only way I win this because as John said, we we do these things right at the deadline. The deadline's tomorrow. He seemed pretty upbeat confident for a guy i mean it seemed like he was bit, like give us a chance we're probably gonna sign him this week it's kind of his attitude okay let me ask you this if they don't sign him by the first practice tomorrow will he participate i would be shocked me too i would be shocked it would be a bad move i don't think his agent should let him do that especially if he gets hurt yeah absolutely so we what we got is Jimmy not participating and Debo on the cusp, unclear if he's going to participate. I got a question for you. I'm going to go through some players. You tell me if you think they're going to participate in training camp and how much. George Kittle. Uh, cameo appearances. I don't think there are seven tight ends on the roster. And I was thinking that's a lot of tight ends. Why are there seven? Because he's not going to do anything <laughs> because he's basically going to be giving up. You know, hey. Nice route. Good catch. Good block. The other guy, six guys are going to do everything because he's George Kittle. I get that. So, yeah, George probably not going to do much. Uh, I'd say can, occasionally he'll make an appearance. Also, yeah. two more guys. Well, well, hold on. Hold oh, on. I'm ahead. not done with Kittle. But he'll be good. He'll be great at the podium. Oh, today. He comes out and he's like, what's up, guys? How's it go? And he asks a question. Who would win in a fight? A grizzly bear or a, or a silverback gorilla? These are the things that George Kittle thinks about. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe he has time to think about it because yeah. he's not really practicing that much. Yeah. Two more guys who I'm not going to quiz you. I just, we learned about today Mike McGlinchey and Javon Kinlaw. They're both similar in the sense that they're coming off major surgeries, like Nick Bosa last year. Yeah. And, it's, and it seemed like what Lynch was saying is we're going to treat those two like we treated Bosa like that last year. Like they're cleared and they'll be out here, but we're not just going to say go get them and do everything. So I wonder how much pass rushing 
one-on-one drills Javon will do. Same for Mike McGlinchey. Maybe they're maybe they won't do much. Should be interesting. My guess is they won't do much. I think it's fair not to risk hurting them. I it's think the right move. Case, it's a smart move. It's it's fair to the team and it's fair to the players. And in, I want to tell you, Iggy, in both cases, Kinlaw and McGlinchey, I hope they make it back. Me too. I, you know, I hope they make it back. Me too. The thing with Bosa last year was he's a machine and his his brother's in the league. His dad was in the league. He knows how to be prepared. And he was already a really good player. Uh, curious to see what McGlinchey can do, what Kinlaw can do. Because those guys weren't necessarily elite before they got hurt like Bosa was. They were good before they got hurt. So we'll see. Justin Lonker says Lynch said Jimmy was having his physical after the press conference this afternoon. Uh, design or just priority of players where he fell? I don't know. Probably by design. But I wonder if we'll find out some news about Jimmy today. I, I didn't get the sense that they were going to cut Jimmy Garoppolo from what they were talking about. I didn't get the sense they were going to cut him. Um, I, I think he'll probably pass the physical and he'll never be on the on the field for the 49ers again. It's almost irrelevant what happens in the physical. Right. They're just waiting for a team to want to trade for him. I don't know how long that wait will take. You know, Iggy, As for, I know you have more players that you want to say, will they participate? Iggy, I want to tell you how low Jimmy's status is. As far as I understand it, and got to tell you, I haven't followed the offseason that much. The uh, Steelers needed a quarterback. They got Trubisky. Yes. Now, he's nobody. Trubisky's yeah. nobody. Yeah. Apparently, they thought he was better than Jimmy. I think he's better than Jimmy. Okay. I think they made the right call. He's younger. He can move. He has a strong arm. He'll throw downfield. I mean, he doesn't have Jimmy's win-loss record, but he hasn't played for Kyle Shanahan or or Bill Belichick. I like Iggy, he's not a great quarterback. No, but they made the right call. Cheaper, younger, better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he's not even at the Trubisky level. No. And everyone's talking like he's – Hey, say what you want. He's not perfect, but he's like the 15th best quarterback in the league. If that were true, someone would have traded for him by now. But we're- there are certain media, national media people who pump up Jimmy that he's really good. Yes, all, all uh, the time. I got to tell you, um, they're entitled to their opinion. My impression is they're not at the facility much. Right. So I, unless they have x-ray vision, I don't know how. But if you're not at the Trubisky level, and look, Cleveland needs a quarterback because their guy is going to be – the league's going to bench him for maybe yeah. half the season. Cleveland didn't even want him. No, they want Jacoby Brissett. Uh, New Orleans, they don't have a quarterback. Drew Brees retired. They're going with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Washington would rather have Carson Wentz. Oh, I would rather have Carson Wentz. Atlanta would rather have Marcus Mariota. What a slap in the face. Well, what it is, you know what, Iggy? It's a reality test. A reality check. It's a rea- it tells you what the league thinks of Jimmy. Absolutely. Um, Sean Heaney says, hey, Grant, did you hear Colin Cowherd and Mike Silver come out and try to walk back some of what they said about Trey? Uh, hilarious. You keep it real. I didn't I didn't actually listen to their latest one. Um, what did they say about Trey in the first place? Well, in the first place, they were saying that the Niners are like have like deep misgivings about him and that they're really, really concerned and that he's really inaccurate and that his arm is not that strong and it gets tired. And I guess he, they walked some of that back. Um, well, see like anyone on the Niners are saying that when I what I got from the press conference today was they just anointed Trey Lance as their starting quarterback. They said, we've moved away from Jimmy. 
So yeah. for a team that thinks he, he gets a tired arm and isn't that good, they just went all in with him. So something's wrong somewhere in the reporting. Good point. And I asked Kyle directly today about the arm fatigue. And he, I said, is that accurate? And he said, yeah, it happened one time. <laughs> so yeah, it happened one time. It happens to every quarterback. I don't understand. I mean, how is this a story? This could be a story for every quarterback ever. And, you know, is, uh, what's his face? Stafford down in L.A., arm fatigue, pitch count right now. So, I I, you know, I believe, Kyle, when he says every quarterback goes through arm fatigue, Iggy, in the spring training, every pitcher goes through it. Absolutely. They throwers go through it. And one time in the middle of, of a season, I used to talk to Bochi a lot. And I said, your pitchers, your starting pitchers, do they all have an arm problem? He said, well, every single one of them. By this time of the year, they're all hurting. But they're professionals. They pitch. Yeah. And what Kyle was saying about Trey is that this was essentially last year. And that think about it. He hadn't played football in a year. He was a rookie. He probably wasn't in great Arm, arm, his arm fitness probably wasn't top notch. He was probably like uh, a pitcher in February, just getting to spring training. To your point, yeah, a little new. Anyway, so okay. we were talking about the Debo deadline. Let's talk about the key question leading into the season, Dad. What is the key question leading into the season? Okay, and this is important. <laughs> My teacher used to say, "Pay attention. This is important. There is only one key question, and the key question is: Do the 49ers have a quarterback?" That's the question about the team. Now, I, I want Iggy. First of all, do you agree? Um, respectfully, well, yes, yes, and no, yes, and no. Okay, to let me, me go ahead. Go ahead. No, to me, me, I, I just have so much. I know he's a he's a quarterback. He's important. He's young. He's unproven. I've seen him practice a lot. I have much more confidence that he's an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo than the offensive line being good enough. My question is, is the offensive line even, is the offensive line terrible? I don't know. That's okay. my question. But I, um, they're both questions, honestly. Okay. I'm going to say something. Your, your thing about the offensive line may be equally important to the quarterback, but it's not as sexy. Fair <laughs> That's enough? True. That's true. So I'm going to go with the, Let's sexy. With the sexy topic first. I'm going to do the sexy topic. No, se no sexy. Because the quarterback is really important. And what you want to say is we're going into the season with Steve Young. Mm -hmm. We're going in with Brett Favre, okay? Mm -hmm. Here's who the Niners are going in with, a complete unknown. Yep. They don't know about him. Uh, Kyle doesn't know about him in spite of what Kyle says. The kid doesn't know about himself, and we don't know about him. Iggy, at this point, he is a question mark. And if fans are angry at me, I'm sorry. I'm not rooting. I'm telling you what I see. Trey Lance could turn into a superstar. Mahomes. He could be sort of an average quarterback like Jimmy, or he could be a bust. I'm not saying that he'll be any of those three, but we don't know. And we'll know somewhere in the season, probably in the first three or four games. Right sure. now and all through training camp, we're going to know Jack. That's what we're going to know. And I, I think that's why this season, in a sense, to me, I, is uh, feels like the most eagerly anticipated season ever, or at least in my in my professional lifetime. Everyone, no one knows what Trey Lance is going to look like, including him, including his coaches, his teammates. They've seen him in practice, but that's not the same thing. And he's going from like junior varsity college football to the NFL. Yeah. Remember when Derek Carr was young? 
and uh, he's a very talented quarterback, but he went from Fresno State, bigger school than North Dakota State. Wasn't the book on him that he would be a little jittery early in game because he just wasn't used to the NFL stage? It was it was a big deal for him. He had to settle down. And he was a little jittery. Kyle Juszczyk said today about uh, Trey, like his first start against Houston, that was a must-win game. He was a little jittery. He was he was a little not so great early on. And then when he finally got the touchdown, he, saw, he, was, he said that he could hear Trey talking to himself in the end zone saying, I needed to get that one off my back. I needed oh, to get that one. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love you, so, Chet. If I were really, on the team, boy, would I want to know him. Oh, he's he's the best because he constantly answering questions about other people with insight, and he's generous about it. Nice. And and he also pays attention. Yes, he does. Yes. He could yes. be a writer, Iggy. He could be. Absolutely. No yeah. question. So, look, so hold I'm on. Gonna... Let's stick with the key question. The key, To me, if this is the only question the Niners face, they're in store for a great, a very good year because I've seen this kid play. And I know it's possible that he'll be one thing in, in practice and it's a mirage and he'll be a total failure in games, but I don't know. I mean, it seems to me that that wasn't Jimmy. Jimmy was actually better in games. He was awful in practices and he would somehow do better in games. I think just based on his, he was a, he's a, he's a, he's a competitor. We'll see if this kid is too. I don't know. Okay. Let me ask you this. Uh, I said, that's the biggest question you, and we can get to the offensive line. In your gut, how do you think Trey will perform this coming season, i.e., how good will he be? I think he will be – I think he'll throw for 26, 27 touchdowns. I think he'll throw like maybe 10, 11 picks. I think he's going to be – his stats are going to be really good. I think he's going to be really good. I don't think he's going to be a pro bowler necessarily – but remember, remember what Russell Wilson looked like when he was young. They ran the ball a lot, but but he would give you big plays. I think it's going to be like that. I think he's going to be mature. I don't think he's going to be turning the ball over a lot. I think he's going to be handing off a lot, running a lot. But when he does throw, there's going to be a lot of big plays, and it's going to be exciting. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be really good. I think he's going to be better than Alex Smith, better than Colin Kaepernick. I think he's going to be really good, and I think he's got a really good team around him. Just question like. He's not replacing a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's he's replacing a game manager. The left guard's replacing – they had a, a Pro Bowl left guard last year. He's gone. They had a Pro Bowl center le- last year. He's gone. McGlinchey's coming back off a serious injury. Those are huge question marks. Are, are the Niners downgrading massively in three spots? I don't think they're downgrading a quarterback. I really feel that the Jimmy Garoppolo level is that, – that's, that's a very – if that's a hurdle, you could just walk over it. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I love what you I I love what you're saying, and I think part of what you're saying is, if he's as good Trey Lance as you think he's going to be, the Niners not only will succeed, but they'll be fun to watch. Yes, absolutely. And also, if he's just as good as Jimmy, they're a good team. If he's better than Jimmy, which I argue is a is a low bar, they could be a Super Bowl contender. As long as their offensive line isn't awful. You don't have to have a great offensive line. But if it's awful, all it takes is one hit and Trey Lance is out. I mean, we saw that with, with Steve Young when he played. He, he got hit a lot. He got concussions. He I mean, he just did. saying. It's all with Andrew Luck. He, he didn't make it to 30. So it's important. But I, I still think the Niners have shown they can get at least solid offensive linemen. If the offensive line is solid and this guy is as good as I think he is, then this team could win a lot of games. They do have a very difficult schedule. They got to play all those AFC West teams. It's tough. We'll see. You know, listening to the press presser today, I got the feeling from both of them that although 
the offensive line is not currently set, they feel they have talent at every position. That's what I got. Do you agree yeah. with that? Well, they always say that on the first day of training camp, right? I would yeah. think. But yeah, I think I think also they're feeling maybe we, we could make another move. We'll give these guys a shot. And if they don't work out, there's always a trade you could make, especially if they eventually get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. If eventually they could do stuff. If they get rid of Jimmy, they have more money. I would think, yeah, that's the equation. That's why we're so surprised that he's still here. But there's time. So Iggy, um, McGlinchey, he's still rehabbing. Would you consider him the number one option at uh, right tackle? Yeah. If it's not him, it's like someone who started less than eight games. Fewer than eight games, excuse me. Fewer. But hold on. Let's come back to the key question of the season. So I've seen Trey Lance. I said they should draft him. Maybe I'm biased. Uh, maybe I'm too close to it. Just from far away, like, do you feel like – how confident are you that the Niners have the answer to this question? Of of Trey? If they have a quarterback this year. I, I don't think they know. I'm, I'm entirely – now, here's what you have to say. You have seen Trey Lance throw a lot. I haven't. So, really, my opinion is not as weighty as yours, Iggy. But my opinion is they don't have the slightest idea and they won't know maybe for the first three or four games. Yeah. So in that regard, we're disagreeing. Yeah. Can the Again, My impression of, of Trey Lance is that he's like a super Alex Smith. His mentality is like Alex Smith. He's earnest. He works very hard. He's going to improve. He's going to be honest about his weaknesses and, and work on them forever. Uh, he's not like Jimmy. What I didn't like about Jimmy and Colin was their complacency. Like Jimmy was constantly smiling. Colin was constantly defensive uh, about, you know, needing to work on X, Y, Z. And I felt like they didn't improve. Alex Smith did improve. And I think Trey Lance will improve. But the difference between them is that Alex Smith, while he was a good athlete, Trey Lance is a great athlete. Alex Smith was a, you know, a decent downfield thrower. I think Trey Lance is going to be a hell of a downfield thrower with a really strong arm. So that doesn't mean he'll be a Hall of Fame. It doesn't mean he'll be Steve Young. But if he's a super Alex Smith, that's a good quarterback. It's better than Jimmy. Iggy, another issue with Alex Smith, and we ought to say this, and maybe you can address this with Trey. Alex was um, too cautious. Yes. Uh, 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 You know, a coach once said to me, the question with Alex Smith isn't, can he throw it? It's, will he throw it? Will he throw it? And Iggy, you saw a lot of times he had open receivers and ate the ball. Yes. And, uh, you know, Steve Young was talking about Trey Lance recently, and he said one of the things, he's a perfectionist, and sometimes that can, too much of any good thing can be a bad thing. And he didn't name Alex Smith uh, specifically. He mentioned Carson Wentz and Mitchell Trubisky, but that was Alex Smith. He was a perfectionist to a fault, had to be perfect. And I guess that's what he's, uh, what Steve Young thinks of Trey right now. is like, don't be Alex Smith, you know, because I wasn't. And the one thing, you, you, if you like Jimmy G, is that he has no conscience. He'll throw a pick, doesn't care, come right back. I mean, he's not a perfectionist at all, at all. No, and that's one of his best qualities. It is one of his best qualities. I think he goes a little too far with it sometimes. Okay. But yeah, it is one of his best qualities. Ivan says it got a little awkward when Kyle and John were asked if they still wanted to back up with, some, with, with the same style as their starter. Yeah, uh, it was funny. Scott Osler asked that question. I felt like he was trying to ask, like, he was going to follow up with, why don't you sign Colin Kaepernick? But he didn't. And what, what um, Kyle said, which he's, he's very smart, he said, yeah, you know, if I had a quarterback who I want to design 
you know, a running offense around, then yes. But I don't look at Trey that way. I don't look at Trey as a running quarterback. I look at Trey as a quarterback who can use his legs if the first and section, first and second option aren't open. So that was illuminating. That's how I look at him too. You know, I I I didn't know that Scott asked that question because I yeah. couldn't hear the questions. Oh well, he did. Guaranteed, Colin Cowherd doubles down on Lance. Apparently, a little. Uh, I can't. I think this is true. Colin Cowherd's Trey Lance was dating Colin Cowherd's daughter uh, before the draft. So there's some. There may be some backstory here. I don't know. Hard to say. Iggy, I have a question for you. Yes. Who's Colin Cowherd? Oh, he's uh, he's one of these guys. He sits, he talks about sports. He doesn't go to the games per se, but he has a really strong take about all the teams and all the sports in the country, which is remarkable. He knows them all very well, apparently. Okay, so that's who he is? Yeah. He's one of these guys who talks about sports. All right. That's who he is. Okay. I'll have to check him out sometime. Oh, he's he's really, you know, he's he's okay. good. Okay. Okay. Jason Verrett, the Niners is going to place him on the pup list. Explain what the pup list is. It means that it's the physically unable to perform list. It means that he has an injury that he suffered in an, in an NFL practice or game from the previous year, and he's not ready to perform yet. So the question is, what is what does the future hold for Jason Verrett? Okay, before we get to that, yeah, can you be taken off that pup list anytime, or is, or it, do you have to miss a certain amount of games? No, you can. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think you might have to miss like six games. I think you might have to miss about six games if you're on that when the season starts. So he he's already may miss some games. Yes. Okay. No, but he, he can be on the pup. He can. They can take. Let me explain. They can take him off the pup list at any time before the season starts. But if he's on the pup list when the season starts, I think he has to be on there for at least six games. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So he he's conditional right now. He is conditional. Okay. Here's my feeling about him. When he is well, Iggy, he's one hell of a player. Oh, you'd agree. Yeah, two, two years ago, he was, I thought, their best player on defense. They lost Nick Bosa and they had a top five defense. It was the year that got Robert Sala head coaching gig. He was he did it without Nick Bosa and he did it with Jason Verrett. Jason okay. Verrett was the best corner they've had since Deion Sanders. He's that good. Okay. Um, so what I can what I believe is the Niners will give him every break and every opportunity because they realize his potential value and they're keeping their fingers crossed. But I don't feel they're necessarily confident. They're in a hopeful stage as opposed to a confident stage. What do you think? Yeah, hopeful and also it seems patient. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they're thinking, you know what, if he comes back for the playoffs, great. But – Maybe we'll get him next year, which is so – I mean, it's it's an, it's amazing that a team would be that loyal to a player or at least that patient because he's a 31-year-old cornerback who's – I think he's torn his ACL multiple times. He's on his Achilles. I mean, he's had every catastrophic injury you can imagine. And really, just if you don't know who he is, you'd think 31-year-old corner with all that stuff, there's like he's got a 1% chance of coming back and being effective. And the Niners are like, nah, Jason, he's special. He's special. So we're going to get, we're going to work with them. And I think that's really cool. It seems like, I don't know, like John Lynch's personality, his imprint on the, uh, on the team. I, I, I know this guy, he's a championship competitor. We're going to work with him. He's special. Yeah. Iggy, it's not a question of loyalty. It's a question that they see his value. Belief. Yeah. Belief. They see his yeah. value. 
and also, I again, I haven't met Ferret. I would imagine he's extremely mentally strong to go through this yet again and to keep trying. I think that's why they keep him around. They've seen him do it before, and they think he can do it again. Iggy, have you ever talked to him? I have talked to him before. I What's have. he like? Now, I haven't talked to him in the locker room because he got here during the pandemic, but when he talks in a press conference, he's um, intense. He uh, answers your questions thoughtfully, but very slowly, and he talks really close into the microphone, and he, do and he doesn't seem to have a sense of humor or express it. Very intense, which I kind of think is cool. I love it. And yeah. I love people who talk into the microphone because as I get older, I, my hearing fades. So I'm always going like this. So I would, I would appreciate yeah. it. Hey, what'd you say? I would appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. He's really good. I, my, I, am I like blurry right now? Yes. Hold on. Let me, let me like re, uh, let me reload real quick. You're the star of the show. I'll be back in 10 seconds. Okay. What do I do? Just uh, talk about what you did last night. What did I do last night? I had been out of town and I, uh, I came back on Sunday and Iggy and Swasi had me over. Okay, I'm, back. I'm saying what I did last night. Okay, go ahead. I went over for dinner and they made wonderful pasta sauce. And that was Sunday night. And I brought a bottle of uh, Italian red. And then last night I was tired and I ordered in Chinese food from down the hill. And it was, and I watched a few innings of the Giants game, but except for the sport that Iggy covers, because Iggy covers it, I, I got bored with the Giants game and left after about four innings. And red. They're boring. Well, Niners you know, we're a 500 team. Niners for Life 1982 says it was changed to four games for the pup list. Thank you. I should know that. Four games. Thank you. Thanks for the help. All right. If you want to know anything, if you want us to talk about any other topic from today's press conference, let us know in the chat. But for now, we want to talk about something that's related to the Niners because it's an NFC West team. I think it's kind of amusing. Uh, the Kyler Murray homework clause. You may have heard of the sanity clause. He's got a homework clause in his contract. Uh, if you didn't hear, they gave him $230 million, I think $160 million guaranteed. But he has to do four hours of independent study every week where he watches film of the opponent. I thought all quarterbacks were doing that. What do you think of this? Iggy, uh, uh, four hours a week or a day? I don't know. I thought it was a week. Hold on. Let me see. Kyler Murray. A week? Homework. Let me find out. Four hours each week. Four hours a week. Okay, I want to talk. I, I, I want to talk about this first. Okay. And then we'll get into Kyler Murray. I thought it was four hours a day. You know, when I first started and Joe Montana came in, they did now they read the playbook on their tablet or their computer. Yeah. They used to have a, a, a loose leaf binder. It was red and it was a thick mother. It was really thick. Joe was always studying it. He's probably studied it four hours a day. But who was he? He was just Joe Montana. Right. Iggy, whenever I go up to Rockland uh, for their training camp, Joe always walked around carrying the loose leaf binder. It was like an appendage to his arm. Yeah. So the idea that one, they have to, they have to sort of beg or bribe or uh, threaten this kid to study four hours a week is pathetic. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's pathetic. I mean, you got to come louder. 
I think it is pathetic. It doesn't speak well for Kyler Murray, but it also doesn't speak well for the Cardinals. It's like it's a real F you from him to them. He doesn't respect them at all. He doesn't respect their coach, their organization. Maybe if he was on another – he's really young. He's like 25. Maybe he would learn to be that player for another coach, but it doesn't seem like they're the right fit for him. And for them to go into business with him anyway, but to try to make this some kind of clause, like it seems like a really weak attempt – to take control of a situation they've lost control of. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, what I would say, and we chatted about it earlier today, shame on the Arizona Cardinals. Shame on them. They never should have extended him. They should have said, we think your study habits stink. We're not going to extend you. Show us that you're committed to us, then we'll be committed to you in a year from now. That's what I would have done, Iggy. Yeah, I mean, that's what the Ravens are doing with um... – Lamar, it's not about his study habits. They just have questions about him. And they have the fifth-year option. He was under he was under their con, contractual control for five years. Same with Kyler Murray there. Like, why are you so um, scared? Why are you so quick to give him an extension when you clearly have questions about him? And this is how you handle it? It just seems like it, the weakest thing ever. You'd be better off trading him if you if you don't if you don't believe in him, or at least waiting, or at least waiting. That's what I think. And Iggy. He's a good quarterback. Is would you call him um elite or would you say he's a big time winner? He hasn't proven that yet. What he's shown, he's been in the league three years, and he's shown that on his best day, he's as good as any quarterback in the league, but he's inconsistent and young, and he hasn't done anything in the playoffs yet. Nothing. And Iggy, he sometimes doesn't see open receivers. Yeah, because he's like five seven. Got he's it. Really quick though. I mean, he's an excellent athlete, and I mean, him not him not prepared is probably better than like Jimmy Garoppolo prepared. But still, like this is embarrassing. And again, I, I, your point is if, if you actually have a, an issue with the way Kyler Murray does his work, don't reward him because they rewarded him. What they did was reward him, but then say, "But you better do your homework." Like. No, you just gave me $230 million. I'm not going to do my homework. <laughs> I, I'm with you. You're not going to. Now, look, there's a theory going around, but I want to be clear. We are not reporting this as fact. This is just a fun theory that may or not be true, but it's too good not to talk about. Right, Iggy? Yes. And, and you, with that video game thing? Yes. So but you have to phrase it all in hypotheticals and allegedly's. Well, the thing that's so funny about this whole story is that it's not just that he has to watch the film. It's that he has to, because they can monitor that. It's in an iPad. They watch how long you've been in the iPad. They can time it. They timed it for Colin Kaepernick and Blaine Gabbert. But it's like, you can't have the TV on when you're watching. You can't be playing video games when you're watching the film. Like, how would you know? And how could you even enforce that? And what other things is he doing when he has his iPad open? What other things is he allegedly doing? Yeah, allegedly. Could he be doing? That's right. You got to be very careful, Iggy. Yeah, you too, Dad. <laughs> he could be painting an accent wall on his on his in in his man cave. He could be learning to do the rumba. He could be ordering uh pieces of furniture for his new place. And, it, you know, when you order it through the mail, you have to put it together yourself. It takes a lot of time. He could be reading through the um, Encyclopedia Britannica from A to Z, and maybe he's on 
uh, LMNOP? He could be learning how to speak Russian. <laughs> he could be playing video games. <laughs> he could be hunting. Hunting. He could be gardening. He ah, might have so a green thumb. He, he could be baking. He could be baking. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But the point is, when you get paid $160 million guaranteed, you probably ought to be studying the playbook. Clearly, there's some doubt uh, on, on the part of those idiot cardinals. Um, I would insist, how about two hours a day, seven days a week? I just don't understand how you, ha how you, go how you give $230 million to a player. You have to insist something like this for yeah, and to me, what why I like Trey Lance and why the night why Kyle Shanahan likes him and why they went into business with him is they don't have these questions with him. Right, he's got the Alex Smith temperament. He wants to do the work. He likes the work. He likes football. I guess Kyler Murray's attitude is like, yeah, I like football, but I also like baseball and video games and all kind of stuff, and I'm great at everything. Like Trey's into football. That's good. Iggy, rank the starting quarterbacks in the NFC West. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Trey Lance, Drew Locke. Kyler Murray's really good. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's really good. I don't care. He's hella good. He's really good? Yes. He's 5'8", so you don't really think of him as being an amazing athlete, but he's probably one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my entire life. He was a top 10 pick in two sports. How many people have ever been that, ever? He'd be a really good baseball player right now if he played that sport. I'm just saying. He's like Bo Jackson, but 5'7". I was going to say Bo Jackson. Yeah, he's the Bo Jackson. He's the the, the mini version of Bo Jackson. The mini Bo. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis, says they're going to pull a Jamarcus Russell and not put any plays or teams on his touchpad. Is, did you hear that story? No. They gave Jamarcus Russell a tape, and they're like, we want you to read, watch this. This is like the you know the blitz packages from the up upcoming opponent. You got to watch this. And it was a blank tape. And why did they give him up? To test yeah, him. They, 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 they thought he wasn't watching. It was before iPad. So we gave him a blank tape. They said it was something and he didn't watch it, came back and they're like, all right, did you, what'd you think? And he was like, oh yeah, I watched all, I saw all the, the blitz packages. I saw what you meant. And they're like, so apparently that's what they did to him. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, Jamarcus. There was one more. Hold on. Why should Kyler even study four hours per week if he is just going to be running from Bosa? I get it. Says well, he does play other teams. That's a good point. That's he doesn't point. play the Niners 17 times. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Is am I still blurry? Yeah. I don't know why. I guess it's because I'm I gotta get a, a stronger connection. This is really chapping my hide. Chaps my hide, Dad. You look a little blurry to me. I'm now, sorry, I'll figure it out. It could be that I'm old. No, it's on me. It's me. It's my first day back in my office, and I guess my Wi-Fi is across the I gotta figure out a better connection. But sorry about that. But before when we did it, you weren't blurry. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I got to restart it. It's I, I'm doing a speed test over here. It says I got ample. Anyway, don't, don't worry about it now because we're almost done. Don't worry about it now. Yeah, well, I'll figure it out. I think we are done. I don't think we got nothing else to talk about. You got anything else you want to talk about? Not, not really. I What I do want to say is, and this is sincere, although I don't really cover – don't cover sports anymore. I'm very excited that training camp is starting. 
because it means the football season is starting. And that's a big deal. And Iggy, I want you to know sincerely, I'm very interested each day in your videos, your reports, and the good and the not so good. Because I feel, I know it sounds like Lowell's plugging his kid. Of course I am. But I learn from those good and not so goods. Because I've been there. You really take serious notes. You don't talk to any other reporters. You're on your own. You're taking serious notes. And I see that. And I learn from what you do. Thanks, Dad. I appreciate it. This is a big time of the year for me. I take it very seriously. And I hope I deliver this year the way I think I have in the past. I'm sure you will. Thanks, Dad. All right. Well, we'll do this again next week. Well, depending on what the schedule is. You you know what I mean? You're going to have a workout next Tuesday. We'll see. We'll That's work true. it out. We'll work it out. Well, it was good to see you, though. I'm, I'm sure I'll see you before then. I hope so. I'm going to see you Friday night for sure. That's right. I love you, Grant. Love you too, Dad. Thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for putting up with the blurry uh, stuff. I'll fix it for next time. See you.